Hello. Welcome to the Valley View Podcast, episode 63. I'm Tyler. I'm here with Matt. Did we record one just last week? It feels like it's been a while. It does. Maybe um, this is... Go ahead. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I think we did record last week. But maybe this is what <laughs> happens when we actually just record one a week instead of doing like two in a week or three in a week and then taking two weeks off. Yeah, totally. But... Um, ad read today. Yeah. What, yeah. Do we have a sponsor? Um, well, they jumped on at the last second, so this is not the most developed ad read we we've received but this week's episode of the valley view podcast is sponsored by minnesota state university mankato um i think in the last moment as as college classes have started this week for a lot of students um i think that msu mankato noticed that we prairie hill has given them three freshmen this year and so i think they wanted to jump onto the podcast so not not really any like particular things they wanted to highlight about the school i mean i know they have a disc golf course that i've played Um, it's really not that high quality of a disc golf course but it's there um, but thanks to, to MSU Mankato for sponsoring episode 63 of the Valley View podcast. What do you think of when you think of Mankato? Adam Thielen. Oh, is that where he's from? Uh, okay. Adam Thielen went to college at Mankato. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. What do you think of when you think of Mankato? Um, I think of Highway 169. Goes right through. Goes right through. We live right on Highway 169. So all I know is I see signs that say go this way to go to Mankato. In Shakopee, yeah. Um, I've never been into town. Never uh, been to Mankato? Nope. I've driven through, mm-hmm. you know, to go south of Mankato on 169, but um, yeah. I also it. think about Land of Memories Campground in Mankato mm. because that's where, so there's a, there's a course, a disc golf course mm-hmm. on MSU's property. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Land of Memories Campground has an 18 hole course. Ooh. So I think if I were going to have a campground, Land of Memories would make my like top five. It's a pretty good name. Finalist list of yeah. what to call it. Not a bad name at all. Um. I have a question I wanted to ask you. Is it about First Peter? No. Okay. No, not yet. We'll get there. <laughs> and thank you to, um, I was going to say Mankato State, but now it's um, Minnesota State at Mankato, something like MSU that. Mankato, MSU yeah. Mankato. You can call Mankato State. Who actually okay. cares? <laughs> so I've been thinking about this. I just wanted to know how, um, how you feel like fame has changed you. <laughs> I'm, now not, that, I'm not famous. <laughs> now that the podcast is gaining some some decent momentum like out in the out in the world and we get this is news to me (laughs) we get people from time to time that say hey you know um love the podcast someone just said stopped at walmart (laughs) (laughs) someone just said to me the other day that they didn't realize that tyler had such a sense of humor after listening to the pod oh they didn't realize that i was funny based on their interactions with me (laughs) See, I was kind of surprised at that comment. I figured that if anything, people would be like surprised that I had some kind of sense of humor, (laughs) but but you were the one that they uh, pointed out. Anyway, do you feel like you've changed, um, that fame has changed you at all since we started the podcast? Well, I'm just, I'm focused on like this person who uh, didn't know that I had a sense of humor. I mean, I I have an idea of who it might be. And if so, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like I have not showed my my funny side to that person. So I guess I get it. We could talk about it after. Um, but as far as fame changing me, I don't feel famous, Matt. Mm. Um, I will say my, my one comment. Uh, I remember at Nate's grad party, it was kind of a weird experience because that was the one time that I had people walking up to me saying, you're Tyler from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so is, this, not, is this what famous people feel like all the time? Like, Not Tyler from Perry Hill, not Tyler of anything else it was Tyler of the podcast so it was like Uh, so you must be Tyler I listened to the podcast like and it was like you know it was Matt's family at his son's grad party that are from Iowa or 
where else are they from? Illinois, maybe like from other states, Wisconsin, Wisconsin yeah. from other states that came over mm-hmm. and had never met me, but had heard me on the podcast. Similar to when my dad met you. Right. Right. And was like, I feel like I know you already, even though I, this is the first time we're meeting. <laughs> um, well, let's make it a hypothetical. Do you think, how do you think fame would um, change you? Uh, I think I'd become more reclusive. Because mm-hmm. I had, from the small amounts of time in my life, when I feel like everyone's watching me, I don't really like that very much. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't mind going up on stage and being the center of attention for, like, a reason. Mm-hmm. But, like, to just, like, have my life. Like, LeBron James went to, like, a pro-am basketball game this mm-hmm. last weekend. And there's, like, pictures of him just being flooded. Mm-hmm. Like, I would hate that. Sometimes when they interview famous people, you know, they talk about the, like, can't even go out to eat anymore without getting, you know, people around right. asking for autographs. Do you feel like um, if you got to the point in your life where you couldn't go out to eat um, with your family without getting approached for an autograph, um, do you think that would bother you or do you think you would like the attention? Like if people were coming up to your table at Fazoli's with a piece of paper asking for your autograph. I wouldn't like the attention, but I would uh, feel like I should sign the autographs, uh-huh. um, especially because like, Okay, so my, my context for this is actually, I went to a disc golf tournament last weekend, um, like a professional tournament, uh-huh. and I got a lot of autographs. Um, and I would feel both just like, because it's the nice thing, and because I feel like wherever I am, it's going to be obvious that I'm a Christian. Like, I feel like the, like showing kindness to people would be especially important for me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually funny at the tournament there were there's these i mean there's a lot of, actually a lot of the pro disc golfers are christian it's surprise like i don't know if it's surprising or not but the, there's like a very large number of them and it was two of them that are the most like outspoken about their faith were like the same person like they were just the same nice guy and i got both of their autographs and we had like the same conversation and i was like that dude was a good representation of christianity like as a christian interacting with this guy mm-hmm. who did who doesn't mm-hmm. know that i'm a christian mm-hmm. that guy was like mm-hmm. so kind you know so Mm -hmm. um all that to say i would that's part of the reason why i wouldn't really like to be that level of famous because i feel like i would always have to be on Mm -hmm. because i would i would want to be kind and want to sign the autographs Mm -hmm. but like it would get so tiring after a while and sometimes you don't really want to be there and you never want to be the guy who's like you know the jerk like you you try to stop them and like the the never meet your never meet your heroes kind of thing like i wouldn't want to be like that so do you think you're comfortable with your current level of fame uh yeah that this is fine okay <laughs> not being famous is fine yeah so along those same lines what do you think of when you think of first peter um i actually read first peter today did you yeah okay. this is about, the most prepared i've ever been for a, a bible discussion on the podcast so five chapters about how long do you think it took you um like 10 minutes oh, okay maybe, maybe uh, probably less actually oh okay I, I read pretty fast okay do you feel like you internalized the message pretty well Sort of. Do you feel like you're going so fast you didn't really catch? Oh, I was well. I was kind of distracted when I was reading, so that would be why I didn't catch the message. But Matt and I have been talking a lot today about our days today. But um, oh, what was I saying? Oh, I was going to mention it's good that we switched to this because we have a lot to cover today. We do. We and you did something you never do. You let you brought up something that was not in the plan. Yeah, like we it, weren't planning to talk about fame. It was in my plan. I just didn't share it with you ahead of time. Ah, uh, I see. Oh, you yeah. did mention that actually that you had a question for me. Right. So never mind. False right. alarm. Um. No, I mean, I, if you were to ask me what the first thing I think of when I think of first Peter is uh-huh. like you usually do with the books, um, I would say 
first peter 2 9 which is uh you're a chosen race a holy priesthood something like like the holy priesthood verse <clears throat> yeah. um really really good verse in, in first peter but after reading the book the thing that struck me today that had never struck me before is just how much peter sounds like peter mm, really like, okay well, tell us more about that like peter as we see him in the gospels is like kind of impulsive like he kind of seems like a bro uh-huh like some bravado yeah, like sure. yeah like yeah jesus tell me to come out on the water like no jesus i would never deny you ever i would never i would rather die mm-hmm. you, like he, he everyone's gonna desert he's like you a bro except for me even yeah. if everyone does i won't yeah. okay. and like sometimes the way that he writes is just very like it almost comes off it almost came across like brash to me as i was reading it like huh. not in a bad way uh-huh. but he I, I guess i can't think of an example off the top of my head but i i felt like i was seeing that when i was reading that today for the first time yeah i was like man this sounds like the peter in the gospels yeah do, do you remember a part of the book where that really came through um clearly for you so um well i just said i couldn't think of it off the top of my head Matt, okay. but i'll pull out my bible and check okay i may not have been listening real well when you said that i'm prone to those or maybe i was talking too fast <laughs> i could be too um i've I've heard the book outlined this way. I think this is a pretty good outline for getting a handle on First Peter. Three uh, segments. Um, the first one, sovereignty. The second one, submission. And the third one, uh, suffering. So sovereignty, submission, suffering. And as I was thinking about that this um, over the past couple of weeks, actually, I thought, wow, those aren't controversial subjects at all. <laughs> i'm gonna be real Sar- i was not listening there at all sarcastically <laughs> what were the ones that you said can you say them one more time sovereignty yeah. or the other two <laughs> sorry listeners um for tyler's benefit sovereignty submission mm. um suffering okay which so, that i the, the first thing i found that was feeding into what i was saying was like when he talking about husbands and wives and calling wives the weaker member yeah like a, a lot of commentators i think if I'm remembering right, would take the stance that he's just talking about like physical strength, like not, not all, mm-hmm. but a, a yeah. decent majority would say yep. that he's just talking about physical strength. Mm-hmm. Like I would never say it like that. Like what, <laughs> like, why would you say the weaker member? <laughs> so I right. like, th- that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like yeah. he's saying something and like, I, it, it is, I would say it's on the whole, typically true right. that, that uh, a man and a woman who are like the same height, Mm-hmm. the man is going to have more physical strength but like why is that how you wrote it like um it just, just things like that where he right. like writes it and i'm like well i i would never write it that way right but okay peter like you're not wrong right right exactly okay that's a really that's a really good example um so the thought that i had as i was looking at the book as a whole is just that um all three all three of those major subjects that he writes about um can can be and are super controversial like um, going up and, and preaching on God's sovereignty, you know, the extent of God's sovereignty, what he's sovereign over, you know, um, right. you know, getting into the whole um, Calvinist versus um, Arminian debate. Yeah, that's and, a more controversial sermon, depending on who's preaching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then getting into the area of submission. I mean, that's that's a huge yeah. deal, too. Um, and then as you were talking about, you know, gender roles, the whole complementarian, egalitarian debate, and then you know, the, finally, the, the question of suffering and the huge questions that we have surrounding that, like, why does God ordain suffering? Does God ordain suffering? What are we supposed to learn in suffering? Um, why is there suffering? Um, 
all those things. So I was just struck by how he takes up these huge themes, any one of which could fill you know, more than one letter <laughs> just right. to, to explain it. But he takes up all three of those. And it seems to be that um, he's going to address those because there are things that are really important for us to know. Right. Like we're not left with no information on sovereignty, submission and, and suffering. Even if right. we don't like what he has to say. He's saying God something says, about it. <laughs> yeah, he's addressing it. Yeah. And so it's our job to say, OK, what is the truth being taught to us about these things? Right. And be at peace with it and, and also compare it to what we find in other texts. Yeah. As well. Um, so. Another another I guess to finish the first Peter discussion, another thing of what I was saying where he just says things it like and and how it sounds like peter it kind of sounds like he's like blurting things out sometimes like later in chapter three when he talks about baptism it's like baptism in the same way now saves you also which like kind of freaks you out if you're (laughs) a a good evangelical christian who says no i'm saved by faith not any works baptism doesn't save me and then he let he's yeah baptism now saves you but then he clarifies in the next verse like oh not as like you're removing dirt from the body like not just because you're getting wet but because you're appealing to god your conscience towards God, <clears throat> but like it, just, that seems like something that he would say to Jesus, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like blah 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 blah. Oh wait, sorry. Let, let, me, back let, me, bit, yeah, let me walk that back a little bit. It just, it sounds like Peter. Yeah. Um, okay. Which that'll be interesting as I hopefully read Second Peter before next week, because I think that like it, it. If I'm remembering my my theology classes right like if there was one of those books that might have been like a pseudonym mm-hmm. it, w- it would have been second peter like people are more confident in first peter being written by peter is that yeah. fair to say yeah they are i was going to ask you about that is i think second peter is one one of the books for sure that's most disputed in terms of authorship mm-hmm. in the new testament um potentially someone writing under peter's name and scholars will take different views on that question but right. yeah you're right second peter much more so than first right maybe we talk about so, that next week yeah yeah we'll get into that next week um thanks for planning that thought in my mind like um just noticing how peter's personality comes out in the letter i think i'll read it with um new eyes next time well because i felt that way i felt that way i didn't mention it but i feel that way sometimes with james that like james is pretty yeah like james sounds like how you would imagine james would sound like he he's very um yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to talk about the jerusalem council in the book of james but like it, James sounds like how you would imagine James would sound based on what we know of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, but I noticed it more with Peter. Okay. So second Peter next, uh, next episode, why don't you intro what we're going to do here <laughs> in the second half of the podcast? So this is a listener question. Well, not even like a listener question. This is just a listener topic. Um, I was at a bike trip, a youth group bike trip on Sunday, Mm. and I had some students and parents that thought it would be a good and fun idea, and I agreed with them. Um, If I quizzed Matt on pop pop culture, um, like, so so this idea evolved a little bit. So what we're going to do is that I have three, like, turns of phrase, like three colloquialisms, three pieces of slang, and three people that I think are relevant for people my age and younger. And I actually, because I'm 24, like I'm not 16, mm-hmm. I don't, I had to do some like Googling. I had to like look, cause I knew names, but I had to look up to make sure I knew enough about them to write them down. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matt's going to do three people and three sayings for, uh, that are from his age and older. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see how we do. We'll see how well each person knows the other generation. How do you think you're going to do? I think I'm going to do really bad. So I feel like if I, I can... I'm more confident than you then. 
I think I'll get some. Yeah, I think you will too. Um, I feel like the people that I chose are, uh, I think there's a really good chance you're going to know them. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I was kind, basically, mm-hmm. like choosing pretty high profile people that you really have a good chance of knowing. I'm much less confident that I'm going to know the people that you're bringing out here. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I chose incredibly high profile people. Oh, okay. Whether or not yeah. you know them, but like, I, I literally chose <laughs> the person, I'll, I'll tell you when we get to that person, but okay. I chose the person who is like the most like well-known or like okay. the most followed on their platform. Okay, good. So if I don't know it, in other words, if I don't know who it is, it's a huge cliff I'm falling off. <laughs> yeah. You just don't know anybody <laughs> on that platform at okay. that point. Okay. All right. Um, well, should I start? Should I give you my first person? Sure. Do you want to alternate back and forth or do you want to do all three? Um, let's do all of the sayings okay. and then all of the people. Okay. All right, cool. So, um, and, and you can do all three of your sayings. Okay. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Should we go saying, saying, or three and three? Um, Let's do three and three. Okay. Yeah. So I'll start. So these, I chose three sayings that were in common usage, like in my growing up years. Okay. Okay. So So, like seventies and (laughs) eighties? No, eighties and nineties. I was born in 77. So we're really, we're talking about late eighties into the nineties. Okay. Probably. Okay. So Tyler, do you know what a BFF is? Best friend forever? Yes. That was actually still a thing when I was young. Did people write BFF like on notes and letters when you were um, no in school? No. It was not that level of popular. It was just a thing that existed. Okay. Well, maybe they weren't writing it, but were they texting it to each other? Like, you're my BFF. No. Okay. <laughs> we did not text that. But Were, were people writing notes at all when you were in junior high? Um, okay, and, like, so I'm writing them across the room and folding them. See, that was one of the things of my generation. You'd write a note and then you'd take the paper... And you'd like fold it into this origami style sure. shape with all these little triangles and tucks into it. So You're folding that, a paper airplane right now. Yeah. All of these, all these crazy things. And then it, it took like someone, a skilled locksmith to actually open the thing. But all the girls knew how to do it. So we, so I was right on the fringe. Like smartphones didn't exist when I started school. And by the time I graduated, everyone had them. Mm. Um, we didn't really... I didn't really do a lot of like note passing, but we definitely did like paper games. Like we had like the push the button paper games. I don't know if you've heard of those. No. It was like, oh, it was a piece of paper folded a bunch of ways and it was like push the button. And then it was like 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 kiss, hug, marry, or or kill or something like that. <laughs> and then you click one of them and then you had to click a number and it was like they had like all the kids in your class and maybe the teachers if they needed more space, that kind of thing. Okay. I, I'm picturing what what people used to do is they'd fold this weird thing and do like the I can't explain it. It's too difficult over a podcast format. We're going to anyway, run out of time. You yeah. got it. BFF. Ding, ding, ding. Got it. Okay. So I'm doing the rest of them now, right? Is that what you think is best? Okay. So the next term is, do you know what it means to be going with someone? Like going steady? Yeah, exactly. So like dating. Yeah, like dating. That was the phrase that was popular at the time to mean like you're dating someone or you're exclusive with someone. It wasn't called going steady. It was just called going with. That's funny. I yeah, it's very I generic, only you know? I only learned going steady like a couple of years ago from like a movie that was making fun of it. <laughs> well, what was it? Or what like was that kind of relationship called when you were in junior high and high school? Uh, that was called dating. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we we had a, a saying for, and I think they still do. That there's still a they. <laughs> um, I I know that high schoolers and probably middle schoolers still will say if you're not dating 
but you're kind of like talking they'll either say, actually now more people just say they're talking um but we would always say like they have a thing i see yeah it's kind of an undefined nebulous yep. relationship that's a step above just like mere friendship yeah like you you a thing usually meant like you both have some interest but you're not okay official in any way mm-hmm. okay we would say that we're official for dating as well oh, like for going use with. the word official yeah we're official which means like we've talked about it or yeah. texted about it well and i think that that grows from uh, this is dating me a little bit facebook official mm-hmm. like because you could change your relationship status on facebook mm-hmm. so if you change to in a relationship like that you are official okay all right good all right so my last phrase two for two so far you're two for two i, I think you're going to do well with this last one because I think this is still in common usage in the church, but it's the term having a quiet time. Okay. Oh, so this is a big deal. Um, do you, so what does that mean to you? I would just think of it as like your Bible reading and prayer time in the morning, usually in the morning but yeah. during whatever day. Yeah. Is that what it is? Uh-huh. Okay. And as I wrote that down, it made me wonder like where that term originated and when, yeah. like when did people start calling that like having a quiet time? My guess is that it maybe was, became popular through maybe um, Campus Crusade or the Navigators or InterVarsity or something like that in their published material, like having a quiet time. Anyway, has that... Oh, go ahead. Similar to like asking Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior. Like that's just a thing that's grown out of society, not necessarily... Like there's not a... I guess the closest Bible verse would be like, if you confess in your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised from the dead, you'll be saved. But like, it's just like a thing that grew out of Billy Graham Crusades. Yeah. You know? Right. Exactly. Um, Has the terminology changed at all? Like when you talk with the youth about um, Bible reading, prayer and things like that, would you ever use the term quiet time anymore? Or would you say something else? I would usually say praying and reading your Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, I I mean, the the fancier way sometimes, like like maybe not to kids, but I would talk about like practicing the spiritual disciplines. Okay. I like that better. Um, Having a quiet time can sound pretty um, ambiguous. Right. Like, what does that really mean? All right. I want to get, I want to get these going. I want to get them done. Okay. Hey, you did great. You <laughs> Thank did you. great, Three by for the way. Three. All right. Huge flex. All right. First saying for people my age and younger, period. Uh, okay. So I'm going to assume this doesn't have anything, have anything to do with some kind of a biological. No. Okay. All right. No. And usually it's like, this is like a one, a one word sentence that like you just say period. Oh, okay. That's a hint for you. Um, I think that means that what you just stated, you are emphatic about. Um, close. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, that is an acceptable usage. So I guess you get it right. I think it more commonly is used as like the other person agreeing with what you said. So if you said like, if I said like, I love Jesus so much and you really agreed, you'd be like, yeah, period. Oh, okay. See, I'm not familiar with that at all. That's like one half because you, you got, you're on the right track. Okay. Okay. Here's the, this, the second one is actually two because I think they're very similar and I'm curious if you know either of them. So I guess I'm giving you four things. Okay. Um, the first half of number two is uh, that's sus. You uh, know what that's sus means? It means uh, it's suspect. Yeah. Like suspicious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then the second half of it is, do you know what no cap means? Uh, C-A-P? Yeah. No, no cap. No cap. Mm-hmm. uh no i have no idea okay so that that was i wanted to know if you knew either of them so that's why i included them together because okay. they're like on the same level of popularity i would say okay um okay. no cat means you're not lying so um so like if somebody says something and you think they're lying that you cannot you say like cap like that's cap 
Oh. And they would respond by saying no cap. Well, typically not. But <laughs> if you say something and it's crazy, but it's true. Like if, if like I like, oh, I went to a professional disc golf tournament last weekend, uh-huh. like no cap. It's it. I mean, it, and honestly, it's less. Um, Almost like saying like no kidding or no joke. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, yeah, no cap. Okay. Um, or like, hey, we hit um, we hit 20 burger places last night. No cap. Yeah. I mean, it's it's less robotic than we're making it right now. Um, <laughs> but that's like the general. I have to make it robotic when I'm explaining it to you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, there's no other way I could have said it than robotic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and honestly, same for me. Like when you're explaining. Yeah. When you're explaining slang, it's going to come out sounding robotic. No cap. Okay. Here's the last one. I don't think there's any way you'll know this because I didn't know it for a long time. I, I learned it recently. Great. And learned what it meant even more recently. Push and pee. <laughs> what does push and pee mean? <laughs> push and pee. Um, I think that means that someone is like uh, 12 years old and they're like pushing puberty. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) No, I mean, it just means that something's really good. Um, It comes from a song by a couple rappers that was called Push and Pee. Uh, Not not a Valley View podcast endorsed song. Can you uh, like use it in a sentence or in context? Well, just like, oh, the pizza was like the pizza was absolutely push and pee. Oh, okay. That kind of thing. Okay. All right. I'm going to start using that right now. You should. You really, you will be made fun of a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too old to use that actually. Like I'll be made fun of if I use that. Okay. Well, what I want to do is just go home and start using it and see what people say. Yeah, see what your kids say. Yeah, see what kind of looks I start getting. All right, people. Especially when their friends are around. We got like four minutes for the people. be like, hey, that show is pushing people. Um, I want to see what your kids respond with to that. Tyler, do you know who John Denver is? Uh, He sings Country Roads. Yes. Yeah. Good. Can you, do you know any other John Denver songs? No. Okay. I didn't even know that he was classified as a country artist. Okay. Is he? Um, I think he probably is like more uh folk music okay that makes sense yeah um so fun fact he dated and might have married a girl who went to gustavus oh wow and he used to go visit her there and i'm pretty sure he wrote the song annie's song um at gustavus oh yeah uh, that for, classic for song girl yeah i bet it is a classic song but i don't it, know it, it is a classic song um the only wedding i've been to uh, in the Twin Cities, uh, was the reception was at the zoo in Apple Valley, mm-hmm. and the song they had their first dance to was that one. Oh, because nice. the girl went to Gustavus. Nice, John Denver, you got it. Got okay, it. Tyler, do you know who James Bond is? Yes, obviously, <laughs> Double Agent 007. <laughs> That's like, Jim, why did you choose that? <laughs> well, I I didn't know if you'd know who that is. They I still mean, make James Bond movies. True. Now, do you know who wrote? How about this? Do you know who wrote the James? Who created James Bond? Absolutely not. Bond? I have no idea who that is. You should have done that guy. Okay. Do you know who played James Bond originally? Oh, the actor. I. It's somewhere in my mind. I might not. I don't think I have it on recall. Is it? Uh, is it Sean Connery? It's Sean Connery. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you kind of favor Sean Connery in some ways, like the. What does that mean? Well, I don't know. I think he's Irish. And I mean, you could be mistaken for an Irishman. Okay. What with the red hair and all. I mean, the Bond that I know is Daniel Craig. Okay, sure. Because he's the one that I watched. Okay. In like Skyfall. All right. But who's your third one? Good. Tyler, do you know who Chuck Swindoll is? Yeah, he, uh, well, you went to his church. I did. In Dallas. He's a pastor in Stonebriar Church in Dallas. Okay, good. Exactly. You were really kind with those. Like you chose people who are still relevant. Okay. Well, Except for John Denver. I wondered, um... 
I did wonder how relevant and how well known Chuck Swindoll still is among like you know the younger generations. Oh, because my generation, like he was all over on the radio. Oh, it's like sure. the only person people listen to, um, or at least the way way most popular. But now, you know, the option, there's so many options out there. That's true. So. I don't think I would have had him as, like, I don't really know much about him. Like, I know that he's the pastor at the church that you went to in Texas. And I yeah. knew that he was, I think I knew that he was a radio guy, but he was just a name to me. Okay. And I think if I wouldn't have grown up in the church and been living as oh, a yeah. pastor now, I probably wouldn't know or care. I'm sure not. Right. So, all right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, your first person is, you know who Mr. Beast is? I have no idea. Do you have any idea where Mr. Beast is famous? Like what, what, like in what? Uh, I'm going to say hip hop. Uh, no, he's a YouTuber. <laughs> Actually, I watched the Mr. Beast video today because I wanted to see a video by him so that I could be more informed. And I, it, uh, to his credit, all of his videos have, like even the ones that were released like this week have like 50 million views per video. And the one that I watched had 63 million views and I was sucked in. I watched the whole thing. So is he Mr. Beast because he's some kind of a Steve Irwin alligator wrangler? Like he no. works with beasts no. or does he just look like a Mr. Beast? He doesn't look like a Mr. Beast either. It's just a marketing thing. Oh, he's just okay. a YouTube guy who. What is he? Uh, what's his area? Like, what does he talk about? Anything. Like the video mm -hmm. I watched was that he got to 100 million subscribers. So he bought an island and gave it to the person that won a competition. Like he had 100 of his subscribers compete to win the island. <laughs> All right. Clearly someone I need to stay in touch with. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is not mm -hmm. a person or maybe, well, I guess I spoiled that. Um, this, this is a group. Uh, okay. BTS. Have you ever heard of BTS? No. Or what kind of a group they are? Um, BTS is a um, boy band. Actually. Yeah. They're a Korean band, Korean boy band. All right. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. I, I just, uh, I've actually never listened secure, to them either, guess. but yeah, well, that was a good guess. Okay. Um, I should have asked you about. Have you heard of Big Time Rush? No. The, the that was a, a band from when I was younger. Okay. Um, they had a TV show. How and how popular is BTS? Super, like super popular. Especially we could among, look up their views after this. Especially but. among whom? Like what age group? I mean, I, like I said, my age and younger. I would say. Okay. I I don't know. There probably are people older than me that like them, but I mean, um, to my generation, that means back to school. Maybe that's what their band name stands for. Oh, true. I don't think that's what it stands for because they're Korean, but. <laughs> um and finally who is charlie d'amelio i went oh for three never heard of charlie d'amelio no and you're saying you chose like the highest level possible people charlie d'amelio is at least i i think well first of all um take a guess like where do you think charlie d'amelio is known charlie uh he races uh bikes i was i was uh i did that on purpose I wanted I wanted you to say he because Charlie is a girl. <laughs> it's uh, there's no e at the end. It's C H A R L I. Charlie D'Amelio is at least as of I think it might have said she got passed in June, but Charlie D'Amelio was the most followed TikToker. Oh, so she she's like a TikTok dancer. Okay. Yeah. So should I feel bad about not knowing who that is, or should no? I feel good? I've only heard her okay. name in passing because I don't have TikTok either. <laughs> Okay. All right. Anyways, so, you heard the alarm go off. But... So Tyler went three for three. I went zero for three. Uh, you also went three for three on the sayings. So you were six for six. But you knew some of the sayings. All right. All right. So what did we learn? What did we learn here? Well, we learned that Tyler knows a lot of dumb trivia. 
mm-hmm. um, which we already knew. Mm-hmm. And we learned that Matt is not caught up with the younger generation because he's focused on being a pastor and a father, which we also already knew. <laughs> so we really just confirmed what we knew about each other already. <laughs> and that's why Tyler's famous and I'm not. That's so not true. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Uh, episode 64 coming next week where we'll talk about Second Peter and oh no, maybe we won't. We have a very special episode coming next week. You'll see what it is. No spoilers. Bye.